Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Jeremy Scott Fitness Podcast and Radio Show. Coming to you on this Monday night here. Uh, admittedly, I'm run down, a little bit exhausted, uh, but wanted to get this out to you. Uh, spent the weekend in New York City at the Strong event. Uh, put together by my man, Kenny Santucci. Uh, Kenny, if you're listening, thank you, brother. I appreciate you uh, having me out. Very humbled, uh, to say the least, uh, for a great cause, for sure. And uh, it was at Solus uh, in uh, Manhattan there in New York City. And I got a chance to meet uh, a bunch of you know like-minded fitness professionals, but more importantly, a bunch of awesome fitness enthusiasts, people who share the same passion for uh, kind of health and fitness like we do. People who are willing to you know have the conversations that need to be you know taking place in the world of health and fitness, making it not just about you know sets and reps and abs and you know admittedly that stuff is important, but uh, the bigger things in fitness, uh, you know the physical, the mental, the spiritual, and the emotional sides, and, and all the things that make up you know us being you know, a healthy, happy human being. So pretty cool uh, to be there. The city is always a, you know, a neat place to be. Uh, you know, the weather, uh, not my thing as I'm like walking around on a Saturday night late to, to find a bite to eat and uh, the rain just starts coming down. But, uh, you know, all part of the experience for sure. So uh, anyways, uh, a little bit uh, dragging right now, but I want to get this out to you guys as this is episode 100 uh, of the podcast. You guys have been listening to me ramble on for 100 episodes now, which is pretty cool. Hopefully we can make it, you know, a couple thousand more if uh, you guys keep sending in requests and giving me, you know, what you want to hear. And I thank you guys for the support and I appreciate all of you guys who have messaged me, uh, you know, shot me emails, DMs and the people I meet in person, whether it be at the airport or, or different events who would say they listen and share it with friends and family. I, I sincerely thank you. Uh, it means a lot to me. So I'll keep trying to provide you guys as much value as humanly possible and touching on subjects that kind of touch on, again, all the four pillars of fitness. And today's podcast is a simple one, uh, stuff you guys have heard me say before, but maybe chopped up and sliced and served in a different way that you can take it and, you know, get cooking on your own. So this is five ways that you are killing your success. And I believe these to be true. And these things uh, admittedly held me back, you know, in my teenage college years and probably my early, early 20s, you know, kind of post-college when I was still you know, living in a funk, I guess, if you will. And I was kind of when I was near my rock bottom, I guess, uh, in terms of physical and mental strength. So with that, I'm going to kick you guys the real here today, 100%, you know, from the heart, the five most common things I see average people do literally uh, to kind of kill their hopes and dreams and, and, you know, hinder them making progress and finding overall success in their life, whether that be, you know, internal or external success. And so you guys need to stop doing these five things today so you can start making success mandatory in every aspect of your life. And number one is stop living in the past. And we've touched on this before. Your past is not your potential. There are far greater things lying for you guys ahead than anything you have leaving behind you. But oftentimes people keep living life in the rear view. And it's vital that we forgive ourselves for previous mistakes and fuck ups and things that we did wrong. We're all human and we all mess up. And some of us you know, fuck up more than others, including myself. I've done my fair share of dumb, wrong, stupid shit. And hopefully I've made amends, uh, you know, to the people who I've ever wronged in my life. And for surely anything that I've done, and I look back and say, man, I could have done that differently. I can't, you know, let it fester. And I can't sit and live with regret about it, because I can't change it for one. And for two, it's, you know, for better, for worse, brought me to this point today in my life, like this very moment, I do believe like series of events kind of, you know, fall, you know, in life, like chains, like dominoes do essentially. And if one domino shifts to the left or right or falls back instead of forward, our life takes a completely different direction. So every fuck up and mistake I've made, 
uh, on some level I'm grateful for because it's led me here to this place. And to me, mistakes are learning. Instead of dwelling on the things that we can't change, we have to use them as kind of our real life education. And I think that my blunders and my mess ups in life, which there are many, um, (laughs) there are many, you guys, they're simply learning on the job experiences. For me, all of my greatest successes, uh, are from my biggest and most dramatic failures. And that's 100% true. Uh, A true great life is full of mistakes, issues, and problems because those are the things that change us. They help us not only learn, but they also help us grow to become the most badass, you know, kind of tough, strong version of ourselves. To me, Failure and making mistakes is very similar to being in the gym and training your physical body, whether it be, you know, you're lifting weights to make the muscle stronger, whether you're, you know, pushing harder on the rower or the skier or the sled to build up an aerobic capacity, to build up an endurance, to build up a stamina, whatever your metric of improvement is, your life failures are that way. And it, I tend to see this and not not always. There's people who have lived a pretty charmed, amazing life and they end up to be, you know, super amazing, awesome people and they give back to the world. But more often than not, the people I find who have been through some shit, I mean, some real stuff, like life's kicked them in the face, those tend to be the people who have the most gratitude, the most perspective, they're the most resilient, and they're the hardest um, to break. And when times get tough, those are the people you want on your team. They, you want them in your corner. When the zombie apocalypse comes, those are the badasses you draft first. That's what I'm trying to say to you guys. So um, just don't live in the past, you guys, anything you've done wrong or people have wronged you just, you know, you don't have to forget it, but you do have to forgive and just kind of move on and let that shit go because it does not serve you. And the minute that you can, um, it's like a 10,000 pound weight has been lifted off your chest. It's a freeing thing. So please, I urge you guys to stop living in the rear view. Number two, you guys are trying to compete with the world. And I've talked about the comparison thing a million times and I'll never let it go, but your life is really a one horse race. Um, and the only person you're really running against is you. There's nobody else. Uh, we have a saying uh, on the walls of our gym, you know, before we moved, we wrote this in chalk and I still put it on t-shirts and we say it often. Um, but it's compete with others, you know, become bitter. Um, compete with yourself, you become better. And 100%, that is a true statement, you guys. And I'm all for healthy competition. That's not what I'm talking about here. If we're playing a basketball game or we're on stage in bodybuilding or if you guys are into CrossFit or whatever kind of competition and things you're in, that, that's a certain arena. That's a certain niche. That's apples to apples. But we're comparing a life scale. There's no way to say like one person is more successful than the other person because we all have different ideas of what success is and how we measure it. And to me... The only thing that success really is, is how happy and fulfilled are we every single day. And there's no way that I can measure that to the man next to me because I don't really know what he's going through deep down. I don't really know how he feels. Even if your best friends, they might tell you and say something, but you really don't know um, because you can't be inside them and live it every single day. And you can't worry about the guy or the girl next door. You can only compete with yourself, you guys. Measuring the old you versus the new you is the only metric that matters. I'll say that again. You can only compete with yourself and measuring the old you versus the new you is the only thing that matters. And even in that context, I meet people who are like, well, you know, Jeremy, when I was 17 years old, I used to weigh this and wear this size dress and this size pants. I'm like, well, sorry, Pam, you're 47 now. You're not 17 and you can't compare yourself to your high school self because in high school you didn't have three kids and a fucking job and the real world wasn't kicking in the teeth every single day. My point being is this. Even when we compare our old selves to our new selves, it's still not a true metric of you know where we are at today. If you are the standard by which all is measured and you're continually learning, progressing, growing, 
then we're all on our way to finding a true level of success. The only thing that matters, you guys, is how happy you are every single day, and that's you competing against you. And the question I ask myself, you know, typically every night before I go to sleep, and it's, again, it's, it's an old George Young quote. Um, if you ever, ever watched the movie Blow, he's, you know, the Johnny Depp's character. That's who he's based on. And uh, he has a quote that he would say, and it was, you know, I never want to let my ambition exceed my talent. So meaning I want to live a life, but I want my talent too far exceed any ambition I have in the world. So for you guys out there, if you're listening, what I'm saying to you is just know how much natural God-given talent you have and live up to that and try to push that metric even further and let the hard work be the difference and make it up. And then you let the chips fall where they may, whether that you know leads you to be a billionaire, a world-class singer, the best mom in the world, the greatest kindergarten teacher, the best family member, you know, the greatest best friend there is. Whatever your goal is, you just keep striving for that. And all you can do is work with you know the genetic card and the talents that you have and compare yourself to that because everything else really doesn't matter, you guys. It's, it's literally a one-horse race and, and you're the only horse that's running it. Number three, you are not living the life that you want. And this one is crucial, you guys. In a nutshell, I find people, they're living a life based on what other people think or say about them. And I can't believe this shit still goes on, but you can't live your life worried about the expectations of others. And I don't give a shit, you guys, if that's your mom, your dad, your brother, your sister, your boss, your husband, your wife, your kids. You cannot be worried about living your life to their expectations. This is not a realistic thing. Your decisions in this life should never revolve around impressing someone else. I ask you guys this. Do you remember your own goals, your own hopes, your own dreams? Oftentimes, as we become adults, we forget them and we start down a path of living a life we never intended to. When you look in the mirror at the end of the day, your life, will you be able to say that I lived the life that I really wanted to live? For me, on my own terms, and the decisions I made were mine to make me happy and nobody else. Only you guys can answer that. And again, I understand we all have certain social obligations, financial obligations, family obligations, because... Maybe you guys are married, maybe you do have kids, maybe you're you know, in a certain career or a certain education path and all that's fine. But you have to understand that this is not a dress rehearsal. This shit's not going to come around again. Um, we get one shot at this and what I would urge you guys to do is do it the way that you want to on your own terms, doing the things that make you the happiest and make you the most fulfilled. And you have to really ask yourself, you know, what are my goals? Like, what are my personal goals? Not my husband's goals, not my wife's goals, not my parents' goals, not what people in the world think I should be fucking doing, what I really want to do. What are my hopes? What are my dreams? And again, only you guys can answer that, but I would urge you to live life for you, not for other people. Because the worst thing you can do is wake up and be 87 years old and be like, holy shit, I wish I would have done these 15 things, but because all these other people on Instagram or Facebook, and you're going to, like, in in 10 years, you guys are going to realize how trivial and dumb this shit sounds, but in 40 years, it's going to be laughable. But the, the sad thing is it won't be laughable because if you lived your life predicated on what other people thought or wanted you to do or what you think you should have done, it's a really sad thing. Thing to know that you're not going to get another chance to turn around. So if you hear me today, I urge you to put the pieces in motion to kind of reverse engineer and get the ball rolling the other way, doing it the way you want to, living your best life just for you. Number four, you decided who you were when you were 15 years old. And again, your story. I talk about this all the time. I've talked about it on other podcasts. I meet so many adults who tell me things like, I'm not an athlete, I'm not an artist, I'm not outgoing, I can never do this, I'm not good at that. 
My point is, when did you decide who you were? When you were 10 years old, 15 years old, 18 years old, 22 years old, and then you adopted it and just lived with that belief for the rest of your life? My point is, oftentimes we tell ourselves a story at a very young age and we repeat that story over and over and over again so much it becomes our reality. It becomes, quote unquote, our story. I'll use the example of myself. I'm 100% introvert, you guys. You know, some people are like, well, I'm introverted here and I'm extroverted here. No. I'm 100% introvert through and through. You get tattooed on my forehead at 2 a.m. Uh, I'm quiet. I hate being the center of attention. Uh, I don't enjoy large crowds. Uh, I don't really love public speaking. I don't love speaking in general. Uh, odds are what I do for work, sit in front of large crowds, be the center of attention everywhere I go, uh, public speak, and obviously talk on a podcast and do all these other things. You know, and my real close friends, you know, they they know me and the true mutant I truly am, and they appreciate me for it and respect me for it, and they uh, they really get who I am. But for many of you, you only know me as the fitness personality, uh, Jeremy Scott, the Jeremy Scott Fitness, who's the coach, the author, uh, the athlete, the public speaker. And my days are spent, obviously, in front of large groups, talking to people, coaching uh, and interacting with them, whether it be in person, via video, via the podcast, uh, sending written messages um, and interacting with you guys, you know, on a rather high energy level. Uh, and in my free time, obviously, I do travel around and do a ton of public speaking events to large groups, making endless videos where I'm talking and speaking and educating the world. And my story for years, you know, was that I was, you know, um, super quiet and I'm introverted and I don't like public speaking. But I soon realized, you know, as true as that story may be, it was holding me back from being successful. And even though I have natural tendencies to do those things, I understood that my gift was something completely different. In order for me to unpack it, unpeel it, and uncover it and give it to the world, I had to get out of my own fucking way and start telling my things, myself things like, you know, you are an author, you are a public speaker, you are a coach, you are someone who can lead from the front, you do have a different way of looking at the world and seeing the world, and you do have a different skill set. And it's selfish as fuck for you to keep that, you know, inside telling yourself, well, you're quiet, so you can't do this, or you're introverted, and you can't do that. And the point I'm driving at you guys is if I were to believe that story, you know, I told myself at 12, 13, 14, 15, and other people told me, you wouldn't be listening to me today. You wouldn't see me on a men's health video, you know, going across the world. You wouldn't follow me on Instagram and Facebook and YouTube and read the books that I write in the blog posts and the emails we send out. The world would have been robbed of the gift of me and my life wouldn't be this and, and I wouldn't be this person and, you know, my whole, you know, world would have changed and, and all being by my world being different, tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of other people's world would be different too. And so the story you tell yourself at 15, just understand you guys, it can be retold. It can be rewritten. It can be relived starting at any age, starting today, as a matter of fact. You have the power to tell yourself and live any story you want. You have to stop living inside an imaginary prison you placed yourself in so many years ago. And I've been victim to this too, you guys, as well. And again, I've built up a pretty awesome, badass life, if I do say so myself. And the reason I say it is because I'm happy as fuck every single day. Um, and I feel fulfilled. I want to get more stuff done and do more, but I do feel a sense of fulfillment and a sense of happiness that I think very few people will ever feel in their life. And I felt it for probably the past six or seven years, to be honest with you, at scale every single day. And I've created a world where I can be successful in it and I play to my strengths and I get rid of all the shit I'm not good at. And so that's helped me a ton. You guys can do the same thing. I understand you don't run your own business and you know dictate your own schedule all the time, but you can really start to do things that you know steer you towards being the best version of you. 
And the reason I bring up the imaginary prison because because sometimes the walls we build up to protect us and hide us from the things that we're not, you know, maybe comfortable doing, those walls also imprison us. So the walls we build up to protect us oftentimes imprison us. So if I would have, you know, built up walls and said, you know, I was always quiet and I couldn't talk and I couldn't speak and I wasn't smart enough because the kids in school got better grades, um, you know, and I wasn't the funniest or the most charismatic or the most whatever, um, I wouldn't be doing this today. Um, and, and here I am uh, doing this and the podcast, is one of the most popular fucking things that we do. And uh, when I show up in, in front of groups and talk, you know, I've never had more positive feedback in almost anything I've done in my life in our mandatory minute series, which is essentially just me and David Jack and now a bunch of other awesome people. It's just me and him speaking truths about life. It's probably one of the most important, special and powerful things we have on our YouTube page. And that resonates with people. And so my point is, if I can do it, you guys, I for surely know you can do it as well. You just have to believe in yourself. And if at some point somebody told you you were too stupid, you're too dumb, you're too fat, you're too slow, you're not this, you're not good enough, just ask yourself who told you that, where that idea came from, and understand it's not yours by nature. And someone planted it there, and you can fucking erase it as fast as they put it in. So take that for what it's worth. And number five, you guys, this is this is one that uh, hits home for me. Um, one of the biggest reasons I see people not be successful is they want it to be easy. And they really do. And people will say shit all the time, you know, get out of your comfort zone. It's where change happens and all the kind of cliche things like that. But it is true. Um, it really is. People will say things like, well, I like being outside of my comfort zone. And that's the biggest bunch of horseshit I've ever heard. Because if you're saying that, you're already playing into something that is your comfort zone. We all hate things outside of our comfort zone. That's why it's uncomfortable. Um, in, in some aspects, you have to be... I don't know if you can be comfortable being uncomfortable, but you have to be willing to put up with some shit. And in the world, I like to say you got to be willing to eat some shit if you want to be successful. And I've wrote this before in a super popular blog, you know, life is hard, um, you know, but with no, you know, no success, no goal, no achievement worth talking about it ever came easy to anyone ever. And I'll say it again. There's no success, no goal, no achievement and nothing that's worth talking about or that will be remembered ever came to anybody easy without a ton of effort and work put into it. If you want to do anything of value in this life or even make the smallest dent in the world, you need to focus on doing what is right, not what is easy. I'll say that again. If you want to make even the smallest dent in the world and change and really help people and enrich your life and the lives of people around you, you have to be willing to do what is right, not what is easy. Hard, you guys, is the road less traveled. Easy street doesn't lead to anything great. My best example would be do some research of the five most successful people you know, whether that be famous people or people in your circle that you look up to that you think just fucking kick ass, or that be in business and finance and relationships and fitness or any metric that you think is valuable, any really great athlete that you've seen. Again, I understand God-given talent is real, but the people who really excel, it comes with a shit ton of work. And ask those people about their journey from the start to now and see how quote-unquote easy it always was for them. I think what you'll find out more often than not is that the hard way is ultimately the way that everything is. And that's how you get everything you're ever going to want. And as long as you're willing to be patient and work like a mad person um, and be willing to eat some shit along the way and be willing to, you know, here's a quote that uh, we have in, uh, in our office at home, which I'm in front of right now. And it's posted up in my office at work and it's pasted off of a kind of a Jerry Rice quote and kind of off like a Dave Ramsey quote. And it's kind of married together. And the quote goes like this, you guys. And I quote, if you'll live life 
like no one else, later you can live life like no one else. If you'll make the sacrifices now that most people aren't willing to make, later on you'll be able to live as those folks will never be able to live. Think about that one time. If you'll live life like no one else will now, later on you can live life like no one else can. The point is you're front-loading the pain. You're front-loading the hard. You're willing to do the work now. You're paying the price even though you can't see the promise yet. It's a simple thing I learned from sports. You practice, you practice, you practice, and you suck shit for a long time, typically even years. At least I did. And then eventually you get okay. And then eventually you get pretty fucking good. And then maybe you're a dude like me and you can play sports in college. And then you get into fitness. And you lift and you train and you eat and you're, you're weak and you're not strong. At least I wasn't. And you look like a bag of shit after training even for years. And then slowly you, you become in better shape and you start to eat better and train better and you're more efficient. All of a sudden you wake up one day and you're a dude who's 6'2", 225 pounds and you're on men's health videos all over the world. And uh, again, there's pain in that. It's hard as shit. You give up a lot of stuff. You give up free time. You give up certain foods. You train a certain way. It's the same thing with your business. It's the same thing with school and education. When you start off as a freshman in college, you're stupid. You don't know shit. And you got to study. And you got to try. And you put in the work. And eventually, you get the degree. And then you get the job. And every single thing in your life, you guys, you can reverse engineer. It's the same way. You just have to be patient. Understand with consistency and hard work over time, you will be successful. You can't try to rush the process. You just have to kind of go through the seasons. And again, if you're willing to make sacrifices now that most people aren't willing to make, later on, you'll be able to live a life like those people can never, ever live. Hopefully that helps you guys. Those are just my five simple things that I see people, you know, holding them back from being truly successful no matter what the arena is in their life and the biggest thing they do is they try to rush stuff they play the comparison game and they kind of get out of their own mindset of kind of owning their own race and doing their own shit so take these five tips go out and just start crushing it man because the world is waiting for you to show you exactly what you can do and i'm waiting to see it too and the world needs you guys to give them their gifts and talents and we all have some awesome shit inside of us it just takes us believing in ourselves more often than not and just unleashing that in the world. And a little bit of confidence goes a long way. And once you taste a little bit of success and once you taste a little bit of things rolling the right way, um, it just builds on itself and it truly does. And, and I never, you know, would be this person if I didn't have all the things kind of roll my way. And again, on the same note, if I didn't have to go through all the shit to get here, I wouldn't appreciate as much. And I wouldn't be the person you're listening to today. So again, enjoy the shitty stuff as much as the good stuff. And just know if you put in a consistent effort, energy over time and do those five things at scale every single day, you guys will live the most badass life possible. And that's in your eating. That's in your training. That's in how you, you know, your relationship with your husband and your wife. That's with your career. That's how you roll with your kids and everything in between. And again, it takes work and it takes practice, but like anything in life, you know, um, It's going to be tough up front, but I promise you, if you're willing to put in the work today and lay the foundation of skills, you can live on those for the rest of your life and you can just have a pretty much, you know, the most badass life there can be. So if you guys are on iTunes right now, stop. Don't be a lazy ass. Drop me a five star. Leave a comment. And if you dig the podcast, share it with a friend or family member. Put it on your Instagram right now. Shoot it in your story. Put it on your feed. Do it on Facebook. Send it via email. Text somebody. Let them hear it. Selfishly, it helps us grow. And the casket effect you can have by sharing with somebody else and helping them get out of their own fucking way and getting out of their head can change their life. And that's a gift you can give them. And it's a simple click or a share away. So 
Thank you guys for listening. Anything else you guys want to hear in the podcast, shoot me a DM, send me an email. I got a ton of stuff coming along the way. Um, bring my wife on here sooner or later so you can kind of hear, uh, you know, learn a little bit more about her, hear how we met, hear uh, kind of, you know, what it's like living with me, what it was like for you fitness people, what it was like when I started my business um, for her aspects or anybody else who's married to an entrepreneur. Um, you guys can hear it too and kind of what we went through and, and the whole gauge of that and how, you know, honestly just how awesome it is, you know, to hang out with me every single day. No, I say that jokingly. Um, it comes with the, it comes with its own challenges. Uh, I'm sure for her. So uh, that's coming down the pipe. And then I have a couple other awesome people we're going to bring in the cast too. But anybody you guys want to hear or see again, just ask and we'll go from there. So have an awesome night, you guys. And uh, until next time, eat well, train hard, be nice to people, and please, you guys, keep doing shit you love and people enjoy because your life is too short not to. I'll talk to you guys soon. Peace.